We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? Good. How you doing, Mike? Good, good, good. Uh, how do you guys go about balancing the traits and athleticism with the production of guys in college? It, it seems like generally one takes precedent. And how are those decisions made on when to take that shot? You know, I think I think it's a balance. You know what I mean? It's obviously the, the traits are almost a prerequisite for us. I mean, I'm sure you guys noticed that with the draft picks we made, but the production, I think you got to, you kind of got to weigh the system the kid's been in, um, you know, the level of competition the kid's been at. I think all those things play a factor in the, in the level of production, you know, and then obviously you're, you're projecting out, hey, where can this kid's project, you know, production get to, you know, in our program. So I think, uh, as you'll see, I don't think we really ever sacrifice on the traits. You know, you guys hear Chris say that all the time. It's uh it's just a balance of the, of the rest of the 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 uh, you know qualities that we it kind of weighs where we slot the guy. Lawrence Owen. So with the upcoming rookie minicamp coming up, how is there a different feel of importance to this minicamp being the num not only the number of rookies that are coming in, but the position, the importance of the positions that uh, that they are at. Uh I mean I. Don't, I don't know if it's it definitely has a different feel. I don't know if it's any more important, but there definitely feels like there's an insurgence of youth going on on our roster right now, you know, especially at the the quarterback position. So I think it's it's different from that respect, but you know, we're always excited to see kind of the the new kids on the block, so to speak, and uh you know, this year is no different and all the tryout guys will take a good hard look at them and you know, if they they outperform some of these guys we signed late, then then they'll have a chance to to crack the ninety mile. Derek, hey Kevin. So uh, obviously, Josh Downs, when you guys selected him, he's a little bit different of a wide receiver than the guys that you guys are normally used to drafting over the last several years. You know, being a little bit smaller than everybody else. Can you kind of take us through the process of how you guys ultimately decided with him, who was advocating for him, like what set him apart from everyone else? 
Yeah, I mean, I guess just to start, you know, that the receiver position is one that the the market has really, you know, free agency. I mean, it's gone out of control in recent years. So you're seeing a lot of guys that would normally maybe be later in the draft, you know, size wise that are getting pushed up. I mean, I, I think that trend really started a year ago with some of the smaller receivers that that got pushed up high into the second, some even the first round. So um you know that that kind of takes part in where we're slotting these guys, and then secondly, you know, you, you talk to uh, talk to Shane. He's he's a big advocate for a guy in the slot that can be an option runner, and and this guy he's one of the better option runners in the draft. Um, you know, in the Patriots all those years, they they had all their success with those little jitterbug slots. But the thing this guy can do, he can he can take the top off as well. I mean, he's a he's a four three forty guy, um, high character, catches the ball. Um, it was it was pretty easy study. You know, it was just a matter of, of hoping he fell to us. You know, we we wouldn't have been shocked if he went in two, and uh, we were we were fortunate to get get him in three. And I don't think there was a detractor in the room. Um, you know, Morocco Brown, Chad Henry, they both went into North Carolina. They both love the kid. Probably would have taken him even higher than, than we got him. So uh, it was a pretty easy study. Coaches loved him. Um, it was it was one of those easy card pulls when he was still there in the third round. Do a few more here, Patrick. Hey, Kevin, appreciate it. With all the changing trends to the players that you just spoke of, the smaller ones getting pushed up, how does that change your thought process to the needs of the organization? Uh, I don't know if it changes the thought process. I mean, you're always looking for guys that, that can get open. You always, whether they're big or small, I mean, the receiver, you just, some sort of way to make a play, to get open, to catch a contested pass. I mean, there, there's got to be some sort of factor to the guy's game. And I think... You know, with how I think kind of what you're alluding to, the amount of spread football that's going on in today's game, I don't think you have to necessarily be, you know, that standard size, speed, strength wideout anymore. You're going to see a lot more motion stacks to get guys free off the line of scrimmage. So I think, I think that's why, kind of what you're saying. I think that's a big reason why some of these little guys you can you can take them up there and not worry about it. Um, but as far as changing a, a philosophy, I don't know if it really changes a philosophy. I just think you, you know, you adapt and you look for a way, you know, you look for a way the guy can get open and, and beat tight coverage. And, uh, this guy's a separator that, that can run every route in the tree and, uh, and he catches everything. Kevin, in years past, um, it's been said a lot about you know, BPA being so important, you know, grab that, that guy with the high end talent. And this year it looked like the, the, uh, your, your first part of the draft, the first, you know, three rounds seemed to be focused not only on obviously athleticism, but you were filling positions of need draft or pick after pick after pick after pick. Was there a, a little bit of a, a change of philosophy in this situation or did that just how it ended up falling? No, I think it just, it just ended up falling that way. You know, we had we had a handful of guys that we really were excited about. You know, you get that one of those first few picks in, in round two, 
and you sit around all day and, and you, I mean, you, you know, you're going to get one of a certain handful of guys. And, uh, we had a handful that, that were still there. That's why we traded back a couple of times. And, uh, then we got one that we wanted. Um, but no, I think, you know, we had, we had enough needs that I think it was, it was easy to fall that way, you know? And, and the good thing is I think we threw enough darts at certain positions that, that hopefully it'll pan out. Michael. Kevin, what, what is the general feel of expectations around the building right now? Y'all have a really young, young team right now, added 12 rookies, really exciting rookies by that. 15 undrafted free agents mixed with some all-pro talent and veteran leadership. May, might be early, but what's the what's the level of expectation right now around the building for 2023? You know, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a, an expectation as much as it's, hey, let's just get these young guys better every day. Um you know, I think we got the right type of guys. You know, I think our coaches are going to like working with the caliber kid that we brought in the building and, uh, you know, just, just progress them day by day. I think we got the right head coach to develop this quarterback. And as you guys know, the organizations go, you know, where the quarterback takes you. So day by day. And, and I think, uh, you know, we got a, got a good amount of talent. We just got to cultivate it and, and let these guys grow up and, you know, eventually it becomes a locker rooms team and these young guys got to, got to seize that. You know, we got guys like, like Kenny Moore and Quentin Nelson and Darius, you know, Shaq, um, that, you know, it's, it's really their team and it's their job to, to take these young guys, you know, by the hand and, and show them the way. We have two more here, Derek. Kevin, so I think a lot of people want to know, like, what the feeling was like in the draft room on that first day when, you know, everyone was wondering, like, what quarterback would you guys potentially take? You know, we heard Morocco Brown say in uh, with the next big uh, series there said it was really it wasn't like a silence, but everyone was thinking the same thing. Everyone was kind of like holding their breath on what was going to happen. Uh, can you kind of just explain that day like with everyone in the room like what was the feeling going on with you know whether or not a team would trade above you whether or not a quarterback was going to fall to you guys could you just take us through that yeah no I mean we uh you know obviously we knew that you know there were four quarterbacks being talked about um I'm not sure there was a consensus on any of them and you know if you went team to team and I think it's probably flavor uh, we knew we wanted our guy and, uh, you know, when, when the trade happened right before us, you know, everybody's heart kind of stopped in the room until we heard it was Houston. And, uh, you know, after the pick went off, you know, I, I think it's, uh, it's one of those moments where you, you sit back and you think of, of the things that could be, but it hadn't been yet. You know what I mean? At teams that celebrate in, in April and, you know, in March and free agency, I mean, that that's, that's not that's not the right mentality, right? We want to we want to see this thing go through, and we know it's going to require some patience, and we uh, we got to let let Shane do his thing with the guy. But but we we realize the upside, but uh, we'd rather celebrate in February than than April. Well, last one here, Justin. Yeah, obviously, uh, you guys like all of the picks that you make. Hopefully. Uh, which guy in day three was the one that you guys felt fell to you guys in the draft and 
you're everybody was ecstatic about drafting them? That's a good question. Let's see. I mean, we we were excited to get all of them. I think I think depending on who you ask, um, you know, Tommy out of Aware, you know, we there have been rumors he'd go in two. Um, we think he's got real upside as a three technique. I mean, he had a great senior bowl, disruptive. Um, you know, despite being a little undersized, he's a strong guy. You know, you hear Chris talk about lean mass. He's got great lean mass. Um, guy I was excited to get was his counterpart at Northwestern, Evan Hull. You know, I think he can be a good, good rotational back. He's got third down ability. Um, he, he had a good senior bowl as well. Um, you know, I mean, it, it was, it's a good group. I think, I think all these guys, you know, Darius Rush, you know, we would have been happy taking him, taking him higher and he, he fell to us. So, I mean, it, all these guys got a chance to contribute at, at different points in time. They all got traits and, uh, and they all got character. Thanks for your time, Kevin. We appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks. guys. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.